What is going on, everybody? Welcome to our third episode of How We Hustle, the show dedicated to helping you stack dead presidents and keep your sanity in the gig economy. What's going on, Kim? How are you? How are you? It's been a what's crazy new? couple of weeks. Um, what's new? Um, life. No, I'm just kidding. Um, nothing really. <laughs> I mean, we had like I had a really busy week last week. I don't know about any one of you guys, but I had two snowstorms. One was expected. One was. It was supposed to be an inch and it ended up being like four to like six inches all of a sudden. School closings, Ooh. Valentine's Day, President's Day weekend. I don't know how any of you guys' schools are, but like there was, it was like a four day weekend here. So my daughter was off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. Here we are today. So it's been a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah, it sounds like you've had a lot going on. <laughs> so I did not do a video intro tonight uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I was short on time. And number two, we don't have a lot of time tonight to talk about uh, quite a few subjects. So uh, this should be should be an interesting show. Uh, we are going to be talking about some new DoorDash updates and whether they are a squeeze to drivers or if they might actually serve a purpose. So... Um, Got a few other things we want to talk about in there as well, but um, Kim, I I don't know that this one is going to be quite as uh, contentious. Is that a word? Contentious? Is that a word? I don't as feel like we're one? contentious. I just think we have different <laughs> opinions on things. <laughs> yeah, but I think that this one will be a little bit more kind of more down the middle. I think that there's some things that we'll agree on with this one. So um, before we get into that, there was a strike not too long ago. Kim, did you participate in the strike? Um, I guess technically by default, I kind of did. I'm not really, I don't honestly believe in strikes, protests, whatever you want to call them. It was just, it was Valentine's Day and I promised my husband and family that I would take the day off and I would literally do absolutely nothing. Like I didn't, <laughs> like I didn't do any like YouTube, like I didn't do any gig work. Like it was literally a day off and we went out to dinner and like we had was a whole day plan. A weird feeling for you. You're like the Energizer Bunny. You just literally don't stop. I know it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, like I know I have to unplug, um, so to speak, and that's what I did. So you know, I guess by default, technically I did, but I don't believe in them, which we can get into. But yeah, no, okay. I didn't work that day. So I kind of feel like with this one, it was more of the rideshare folks who had some perfectly legitimate grievances and they were, you know, they were out there doing their thing striking. And I feel like the delivery people kind of got like latched onto it. If that makes sense. It's like, yeah, I don't know how to articulate that any better. It's like we were an afterthought in, in this movement, so to speak. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree with that. I think Honestly, I think rideshare had, in my opinion, more of an impact because they were striking at airports. So people couldn't get rides out of airports. And to me, th that, at least in my opinion, is impactful because it's affecting people, you know, going in and out of cities um, with right. food delivery. I think DoorDash honestly just probably laughed when <laughs> they think they're cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think as we both know, there's not really a whole ton of drivers that consume outside content about anything like driving related. So, you know, there's not, 
it's not like when we go and pick up an order for ourselves, like we get flooded with with drivers going like, oh my God, I know you from YouTube, right? Like that's just not something that happens a lot. No. So, you know, the vast majority of drivers are just going to sign into their apps, do a few orders and go home and call it good. So how are they going to get the word, right? Honestly, I don't think many, I mean, when I was on, I'm a part of obviously Facebook groups and I'm on Reddit just because of what we do. Um, mm-hmm. It was on um, a whole bunch of Facebook groups. Um, so it was circulating outside of YouTube a little bit, but I really don't think a lot of people honestly knew DoorDash was participating in it. I don't know. I just, I don't believe, honestly, I don't believe that they do any good. Honestly, I believe that they have the adverse effect. I mean, the last mm. one that we did, what was it, two, three years ago, there was like a strike like this. And then like two months later, DoorDash lowered the base, base pay. <laughs> well, and that's, that's kind of my thing too, right? It's uh, it, it, it's not preventing the base pay from going down. And we're actually going to look at several examples of that. And we're going to look at some uh, some data actually, uh, which is going to be pretty interesting uh, later in the show. Yeah. But um, Kim, I think that part of the problem, honestly, is the fact that we are not unionized. Now, I'm not saying like we should be necessarily. No. That's no, not what I'm, I'm like, trying to get at. No. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is we don't have a means of distributing information to enough drivers to make a big impact. Now, you would so, honestly need millions of drivers doing this yeah. all at the same time in order to make For an sure. impact. There's a couple things to this, at least in my opinion, is if you are a full-time driver, many full-time drivers can't afford to take off an entire day and not work. You're really just hurting your own pocket by doing so in order to make a stance. And I just don't think that's the right way to go. And there's just not enough drivers to make an impact. And there's always going to be those drivers who are still going to go out and now they're going to be racking up bucks if you're in an area that had a lot of people striking because the only thing DoorDash is going to do is raise a peak pay to two, three dollars and now they're making more money while you're sitting yeah. at home making zero money. Like DoorDash Zilch. is always going to get orders delivered whether people are on strike or not. They have too many so, drivers. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Are you saying we agree on this? Oh, I thought you were going to disagree with me for a second. No, no. I think we might agree on this. Somebody call the media. This is big. This is like newsworthy news right here. Yeah, I think (laughs) we agree with this on this one. Okay. I'm just not a believer in it. Mm. Okay. All right. So that's totally fair. Uh, Yeah, we're on the same page. But uh, Kim, they're not going to raise our pay. And in fact, I... I love this. I, I love this. Usually we don't do like the news stories anymore, but I got to throw this out there. DoorDash cried huge crocodile, salty, sweet tears over Seattle's new legislation. And, and I just want to highlight this. This is freaking incredible, in my opinion. Check this out. So uh, this is on DoorDash's news website. And this reads, one month later, evaluating the harmful impacts of Seattle's new delivery laws, new data Sorry, this is really small, actually. Uh, New data shows dire consequences. Dire consequences (laughs) to the city's untested extreme policies. Kim, they are shitting a brick. But they caused it. Because. What do you mean? 
So, okay, so they didn't cause Seattle to do an hourly rage, right? That's the law enforcement and that's the laws of Seattle. But when this happened, DoorDash said, I'm going to prove all of you guys wrong and I'm going to. I was going to throw up a certain finger. I was going to say that they did a big, to, uh, there a big you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. To Seattle. And it's like, okay, well, you're not going to do this. Well, I'm going to take away um, the scheduling. So there's just going to be Dash now. I'm going to raise all of these fees for all these customers so they don't order in the city of Seattle. And I'm also going to raise the percentage of what we charge merchants. So merchants now feel it as well. So in yeah. retrospect, I think they like they contributed to their dilemma on their tears that are coming out of Seattle. Like they're part of the problem, <laughs> not the solution. They're big crocodile tears. There you go. Sorry. Big crocodile okay. tears, as you uh, would Big say. crocodile tears is, is the scientific <laughs> definition of what uh, DoorDash is uh, secreting. So uh, let us know in the chat if you would like to see a Seattle uh, type of model in your market. So basically, drivers are making like 20, 26 and change, I believe it is, an hour uh, before tips. And they're also getting paid like a dollar something in mileage. Uh, so in the event that the order is less than $5, uh, the company will just pay $5. So I don't. Uh, I, I never want to see this in my area. <laughs> they can keep, no. Are you kidding me? I don't want to see this in my own area. Why? This um, is incredible. Do you see what's happening right now? <laughs> drivers well, aren't getting. I see ordered. them crying about it. I but, see, I, but have you been hearing what's anyway. been happening? No, all, all jokes put aside, have you been hearing from drivers in Seattle and what's been happening in Seattle? I have drivers all over, and I've had maybe one or two that have said it slowed things down. But yeah. I've also had several drivers who have basically said, man, this is awesome. I'm making more money. Uh, I haven't heard that people are making more money. I've heard all the opposite things that are happening, at least in including what's happening in this article. A lot of drivers are complaining that they're not they're just not getting orders there's no active time to be had or no orders to be had to be active in order to make the dollar per hour no i do not want this to come to my area at all i want to remain independent (laughs) i want to be able to work whenever i want to work i don't want to have an hourly wage like i want to control my own money so no i do not want this to come to my area Okay, so what? Okay, so I want to give you a little bit of pushback then. If you want to remain independent, which I totally get, I think all, most of us, like eighty something percent of us, want to remain independent. But what? What if that means that they have free reign to keep lowering our pay over and over? And we're going to look at some of those offers here in a bit. But that's kind of the flip side of that same coin: is that the pay just keeps plummeting. So you know, if if there's if there's no regulation. They just keep doing it, in my opinion. And I understand where you are coming from. And there's always a possibility. There's always what ifs in what we do, right? So we, but we don't yeah. know the future. I'm talking about immediately right now sitting in front of my face. No, I do not want an hourly rage because I'm thinking of my own area and how oversaturated it is right now. And right now I am a top dasher and 
I have that advantage over other drivers in my area. Like Seattle, if they just came in and said anybody can work whenever they want to work, like honestly, well, I did. would I would be screwed. Yeah, well, they did. They they made it so you can't do. Right, that's like, my point. All priority programs are suspended. Yeah, that's okay. my point. Just, like, just so- as a driver, I would be screwed in my area. Like, I wouldn't be able to get any orders because that gives me like the up hand in my area because there's you know there are top dashers, but all the drivers that I'm mm-hmm. talking about are not top dashers. So it, it seems like the chat is mostly with you on this one, but See? there's. <laughs> I think I think that there's a very big difference, though, between what's going on in New York versus what's going on in Seattle. So and, and honestly, though, Kim, I just got to throw this up there again. The fact that they're crying about it means that something good happened for drivers. I don't agree with that. Uh, <laughs> I just think, oh, no, I don't agree with that at all. I just think that DoorDash is sending a message that um, Seattle um, keep losing money and this is what's happening because, and we're going to keep screwing the drivers. We're going to keep screwing the customers. We're going to keep screwing the merchants until you do something about it. See, I got one. I got one. One. <laughs> one. I got one. <laughs> uh, Kevin's the driver in my market. What's going on, man? Good to see you. So, yeah. Um, but Kim, I mean, kind of going back to everybody having free reign. And I think ultimately, like, that's your argument, if I'm understanding correctly, is you want the ability to say yes or no and, and do things however you want to do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isn't so, that why I, we I mean, do like, it? That's, oh, shit. I got two, Kim. I got two. Oh, right. Brenda, Brenda, Brenda. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Brenda's, Brenda's got my back hard, okay? <laughs> but uh, so we have all heard of Gridwise. Well, probably haven't all heard of Gridwise, but uh, Gridwise uh, did a interesting story not too long ago. They released some really fascinating numbers, Kim, which I think kind of go to my point, honestly. Uh, let's go ahead and put these up here and then we'll, we'll no, kinda... they do not go to your point. They actually go to they... my point. If you look at the numbers, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll let the, we'll let the chat decide. <laughs> we'll just let the chat decide. Let's put these up. We'll let the chat decide. So, all right. Uh, so according to Gridwise, over the last year, uh, the pay on almost all of the major delivery apps have gone down. No shocker to any of us. Uh, Uber Eats saw a whopping decrease of 15.4%. Uh, let me know in the chat if uh, if that's believable to you, Kim. It's believable, believable to, me. to me. Oh, it's uh, yeah. Uber Eats is horrible in my area. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, very very possible that that's accurate. I actually wouldn't be surprised if it was a little higher. Uh, Instacart. I almost never open the app, so I can't speak to it. But the chat can speak to it. I've been uh, killing it on Instacart a- lately. So. But granted, I wasn't doing it as much as I am right now last year. But lately, I've been getting some really decent Instacart orders. So I can't complain about Instacart. So again, I can't speak to it. So everybody else is going to have to chime in in the chat on that one. But uh, they saw an average reduction of 8.3%. Interestingly, now this one, this one's weird to me, Kim. Grubhub saw a 6% increase in the average pay that drivers were getting. I don't understand that. I don't understand that either. Let me know in the chat if you guys are buying this. I'm not because I can literally, I had Grubhub on this morning for four hours. I honestly, I forgot it was even on. I didn't hear one cowbell in four hours. Granted, I know there are some 
amazing drivers out there who are premier drivers and think Grubhub. So maybe this is coming from a lot of the premier drivers because I've heard that if you're a premier driver, you can make some serious bank on Grubhub. But do you know how much it takes to become a premier driver? Like yeah, that's not going to be happening that, for me anytime soon. I got to tell it's you. It's that climb. It's that climb. So in my market, and actually we'll look at a Grubhub order uh, I got here a little later, but in my market, the average Grubhub order pays like a dollar a mile typically at best. And they're usually the ones that try to send you, you know, 12 miles like out in the sticks and <laughs> there's like nowhere to pick up from. So it's not worth it. Uh, so uh, yeah, odd that Grubhub is showing a 6% increase. But the one that I want to focus on here, Kim, is DoorDash. Supposedly, DoorDash drivers only saw an average reduction in pay of oh, 0.1%. Oh, look at that. People well, are no, still I making mean, money on DoorDash. It, so well, Kim, I mean, it's not necessarily that they're still making money. Maybe they just never were making money to begin with. Well, isn't that oh. what it's called? Driver earnings because that's what they're <laughs> making. <laughs> that's why it's called earnings. <laughs> so, okay, but I got a bone to pick about that specific stat, right? Like we, we've talked at length about this. Uh, so many markets throughout the country just saw a huge sweep in base pay, right? You got hit with 75 cents. Mm -hmm. I got hit with 75 cents. How can drivers only be making 0.1% less on DoorDash? Because of order volume. I mean, so like they'd have to be declining a lot more orders then. Not necessarily. I don't decline a lot of orders, but I'm still making money on DoorDash. Let, okay. All right. Let us know in the chat if you think that your pay has gone up or down I will more say, than 0.1%. I will say my DoorDash earnings have definitely decreased over the years. I think it's definitely more than 0.1%, but I'm still seeing a trend that I'm like, it's still producing like the most amount of money I make every week and then layering in my other apps on top of it. So the pay decrease definitely hurt my area, um, but it doesn't mean that I'm still not making $1,000 or more a week on DoorDash. You do kill it, yeah. Uh, but how much of that is LOP? Oh, a lot of it. <laughs> like if you were to take away LOP, what would it, what would it do to your income? Um, it would definitely decrease it. Um, I don't know by how much because LOPs aren't what they used to be either. People in general, unless it's like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, just aren't really ordering like they used to. So, you know, I'm, but I'm still working the app like I would before I had LOP. Like I'm still taking order after order after order in order to still mm -hmm. make my $25 per hour. So I, did, I think it just kind of depends on how you're taking your orders. Yeah. So, and actually, you know what? I wish I would have thought about this. So Kevin said, I uh, had so many $2 orders last week uh, and he sent me a bunch of screenshots. I wish I would have thought about that when I was doing the slides for this video. Um, we ended up only using uh, some orders from me and Kim, unfortunately, but love to use those in a future episode. Um, Kim, why don't you walk us through some of these though? And and we can kind of circle back and see uh, see about the, the pay and... Uh, the stuff we were just talking about. Yeah. So he, all right. What, what's going on here? Okay. So this was actually mine. Um, $7 going 12.8 miles. Um, I cut some of it off so you can't see where I picked up from, but it was a catering bag required order, which meant that the subtotal was a hundred dollars or more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in general, and, with a $2 base pay, this person tipped $5 
on a subtotal of over $100. I don't know what the subtotal is because obviously I didn't take it, but this is, to me, it's just this complete crap. But I just don't, I don't get people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, 12.8 miles, like that's kind of ridiculous. So my thing is, is custom, and I've always had a problem with this, a customer who lives 12 miles away, and I'll say a lot of customers know where they're ordering from because normally it's their yeah. favorite restaurant. Like, how can you give a driver $5 in order to pick up over $100 worth of food and deliver it to your house over 12 miles away? So I ordered pizza tonight. And I tipped the driver eight bucks and the place is like a mile and a half down the road. So I, I don't understand the the mentality of, of something like that, but, um, and I, I mean, wish like there, and I don't have this and I wish I had a picture of this and I didn't screenshot it because I was like, nope, decline. As soon as it came in <laughs> last weekend, I had get ready for this and I'm sorry, you're going to have to take my word for it. Normally I have screenshots. It was Four dollars going two miles. It was an LOP. So someone tipped two dollars oh. on an LOP. Oh, that's ridiculous. Two dollars. Right, two dollars. Um, so this one might hurt your eyes a little bit. This one is just insulting and painful to look at. But uh, Kim, walk us through what happened here. Um, this was another LOP. Two dollars. Oh, that was was that it? This was an no. This wasn't it. This was another oh. one. So what's going on with the LOP then? Um, they didn't tip on an LOP. It was a tipless uh, order. $2 going 11 miles and no tip attached. Granted, we can play devil's advocate, even though I don't believe in it, that, you know, you could have gotten there and they gave you cash, but I don't believe in people and I don't believe that it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let us know. Let us know in the chat if you've ever seen uh, cash tip in the delivery instructions and you show up and, if, you know, and of course, it's just leave it at the door and there's no freaking tip. Uh, that's. I, Kim, that actually, matter of fact, the last time that that happened to me, it was driving, uh, I was driving a Uber Eats order to a town called Blaine, which is, uh, 20-ish miles north, and, um, it's, like, right on the Canadian border, like, like, that is the border town. Uh, so, for this specific order, it was paying enough to get me there in the first place, uh, probably just barely, but, um, I... You know, it, like, it, oh, it pissed me off, though, Kim, because I'm like, they're like, OK, there's going to be this like little ceramic pot thing and, uh, you know, like lift that up and there's going to be like, you know, a tent under there or something. And so I get there at night, right, looking sketchy as hell. I, I probably had my, my you know, sheepdog look going, looking disheveled, digging through somebody's shit on their porch, looking for cash. And of course, there, there just wasn't any. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Hold somebody asked, uh, Melissa asked, what's LOP? Yeah, LOP is, uh, I was just going to pop that up there. And Melissa, it is called the large order program on DoorDash, which, um, it's a invite only, um, for some dashers out there. Um, but anyway, you get prioritized on order with subtotal orders over a hundred dollars for the customer. So um, one more, Kim, before I get into mine here. Uh, so you also got this one as well. That is a just, that's just a WTF moment. <laughs> that is a WTF moment. So that's a double for $3.90 going six miles. Like, 
And that's not the worst I've seen on Uber. Like literally Uber for me lately has been like 20 hor- like horrible ones. And then maybe you'll get like a dollar per mile, not even a good one, <laughs> like a dollar per mile. Like I've had Uber, like I've been trying to, this is how sad Uber has gotten for me. I've been using my Uber card, my, you know, my Uber card as a, like a savings account because I'm trying to do one order a day on Uber. That's how bad it's gotten in order for me just to me keep one. in the Uber loop. <laughs> I just need one. That's just need funny. One, That's one order like a day. With- it could be $5 going like one mile. I'm like, okay, done. I'll do what I'll That's do. Like, like that me one with Uber DoorDash order. when I need gas. Right. I'm like, okay, well shit, the map's right. Let's go ahead and do it. But I, I mean like 390 for a double going six miles. Like I, I'm tempted to ask who's taken that, but unfortunately, there's always someone out there willing to, right? If that were to get thrown up there on trip radar, it'd be gone like that. And yeah, that speaks I, to a bigger I, problem about drivers in general, in my opinion. I agree. I I don't, I just don't understand what happened to Uber Eats. Like Uber Eats used to be like my top earning app. Like I used to do like, almost $1,500 a week just on Uber Eats. And it has just gone so far downhill in my area. I just don't, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. I, I, Kim, I hear you. I want to show a Grubhub order. <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Check this out. And, and this hurts my soul, Kim. It really does. It hurts my soul because Grubhub used to be my best moneymaker. This is a Taco Bell order. It is uh, paying $13.47, and it was going 22.3 miles. Who's taking that? Hey, you got, you got a cowbell better than I did <laughs> in the four hours I got today. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and the funny thing about that is I got that cowbell when I was on my way home. I was like, Mm-mm. you know, I was, I was probably frustrated and like, Mm-mm, not doing it. But um, I kind of want to segue here, Kim. We were just talking about Uber Eats. I have this untested conspiracy theory that Uber drastically slashed the amount of uh, mileage pay that they're giving drivers. So it used to be that if a customer didn't tip and the order was going six, seven, eight miles, something like that, that the order would still pay about seven to eight bucks. And that's just not the case anymore. That's not what we're seeing. So I want to far from that. Oh, right. I want to draw your guys' attention to this. So uh, this was an Uber Eats order. If this looks a little different to you, that's because this is the Para app um, that shows the summary of the order. So uh, I want to draw your guys' attention to the second highlight down there. This was going 11.5 miles, which worked out to be 27 cents a mile. It was paying $3.10, Kim. That's absolutely ridiculous. $3.10. A year ago, a year and a half ago, that same order would have paid uh, at 11 miles. That same order would have paid somewhere between like 10 and 12 bucks. You know, Uber Eats used to also, and they stopped doing this, like probably the same about time, is if there was a no tip order, 
as a driver, you never really honestly knew because they would bump it up. So it was almost like it was hidden. And sometimes you would never know that it was a no tip order until after you deliver it. And it was complete base pay because they wanted to get it delivered. It's almost like they were throwing money at drivers in order to get the order delivered. Now they're just basically saying, F it, Here, here's your order. It's $3. Go at it. <laughs> I never got any kind of communication from Uber that they were lowering any kind of mileage pay or anything like that. So here's here's my gripe. We saw the base pay go down on I mean with Uber, you know, in all honesty, it's it's all over the place. You never really know um where where that pay is going to land. Is it going to be a dollar dollar 50? Is it going to be, you know, $5 base pay? You just never really know. So the average base pay reduction was a dollar in my market. So we went from $3 to uh, $2. So I want to throw this screenshot back up here. So let's say that the average pay reduction was only $1 per order. So, and previously this would have paid, we'll call it 10 bucks. So in theory, if they weren't messing with the uh, mileage pay, this should have paid uh, what? 10 bucks, nine bucks instead. So why is it paying $3 now? Uber's take rate is absolutely out of control. They are out of control. So, you know, and I'm going to double down on my conspiracy theory here. What just happened with Uber for the first time? They just posted a profit. Oh. Mm -hmm. For the first time ever. But now we're seeing orders like that. We're not getting paid anywhere near the amount of mileage that we used to. So the, the profits that they're posting are coming out of our pockets. It wouldn't surprise me at all. At the very least, in my opinion, and we're probably going to disagree with this, but it's all good. Like, I think Uber Eats is worse than DoorDash when it comes to base pay, when it comes to some of, like, the sly things that, like, they don't even, like, they don't, when was the last time you got any communication as a driver from Uber Eats on anything they did to anything regarding the driver? The last communication that I saw go out to a driver wasn't even to me. It was going to a friend of mine, and they sent a message wrongfully claiming that a customer said that the order didn't show up. So when she called to follow up with Uber support, they're like, no, you can ignore that. That was like a mistake on our end. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 me personally, I think Uber Eats is worse than DoorDash. See, and, and, you know, this is okay. So this is not sponsored. Okay. Like I, I'm doing this for free. This is why I love Parakim because this was, I was driving when I got this offer and it was just automatically declined for me. So yeah. I blurred out the, uh, the delivery address down there, you know, for the stream. But if you're using Para, you can see the delivery address like clear as day. So uh, it does violate terms of service. Just be aware of that. But I use this all the time. I love Para. Yeah. I use it literally every single day. Thank you, Thomas. Um, but yeah, I, I literally, I, I don't know what I would do without Para <laughs> when I'm out working, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't use it for DoorDash. I do use it for, I mean, I use it for DoorDash to see the orders because it actually breaks down the items and sometimes subtotals um, right on that screen. Um, I don't use it for obviously auto decline, but Uber Eats, mm. I use it for auto decline. And You're like, this is handy. <laughs> this is handy dandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. 
Fair. There's a couple of places in my restaurant or in my restaurant. <laughs> there's a couple of places in my restaurant uh, that I block. Uh, yeah. There's a couple. Mar- I can't English anymore, Kim. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> there's a couple restaurants in my market. There we go. That I just have blacklisted in the app, too. So it's like any time that uh, that it pops up. Uh, yeah, it's just like auto declined. Uh, and, uh, Bubba Sue, uh, is it a free app? Yeah, it is free. Um, Kim, you got to experience a new update that I don't have yet. Oh, you, you weren't one of the people who got it. It's, du- it sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At first I was all like positive, like, oh my God, this is actually decent because first of all, if you don't have this yet, what it is, is right when you are about ready to start your delivery, they're now asking you to take a picture of the receipt that is on your bag. So that way it displays the customer's name so you know the order that you picked up is correct and you're delivering it to the correct customer. So. At first, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to prevent drivers from picking up the wrong orders, the wrong names, snatching bags and going, you know, from a customer's perspective, maybe they'll actually get the orders that they actually (laughs) ordered um, to their house and it would help them out as well. So at first I was like positive poly about this. And then like (laughs) the next day I worked a full day and like it was almost like almost every other order had it and it was so freaking annoying like I literally wanted to throw my phone (laughs) out the window because I was so annoyed by it because for me I would my thing is is I you know pick up the order I you know zip it up in my hot bag and then I'm in my car and I start delivery and I proceed with delivery well how many times did this happen because it's not on every single order it's random I thought it would be by random um, it would be by specific um, merchants, um, but that's not the case either because I had a stacked order the other day and same merchant and one had it and one didn't. It's like you, there's no rhyme or reason by it, but I can't tell you how many times I got into my car and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. And they're like, you have to take a picture. And I had to get back out, unzip my hot bag, take a picture, get back in the car. Like it was, it's, it's really super annoying. I have to tell you, I hate it. So they were trying to do this to kind of what, like reduce bad ratings or something. That's what they told the driver. Well, that's what they told the driver. But, you know, I think it's honestly, it's to me, it's like the code system. Like, you know, you'll enter in the last three digits. So instead of yeah. entering the last three digits, you know, I have to take a picture of the receipt. Already, I've had merchants. There's a lot of merchants in my area that don't put receipts on the bags anymore. So I had to go back in and ask yeah. for the receipt, took up more time. Like, yeah, I've had so, a lot more problems than I, easy I guess I don't, with this. I don't like inherently hate this change. I think it's probably annoying, but I don't think it's, yeah, I I think that's probably, yeah, I think that's just it. I think it's just annoying. It's like the, the three digit code. Right. Um, and, and I know what you're saying about not every place has you do it. Uh, there's a poke or pokey or puke place or whatever the fuck it's called in my market. And, uh, if you pick up on DoorDash, did you just call it puke? Did you just call it puke? It's kind of what it looks like. (laughs) <laughs> so i mean you know like sorry to be uh blunt about it but i mean that's what it looks like but they do the uh the three digit code 
um, at the uh, every pickup on DoorDash. And they're the only place in my market that does that, which is like super weird to me. So uh, that used to be like a uh, like a McDonald's only thing. And uh, they they put it in the beta program for more places. And so that's the only place that I've ever seen. But yeah, it's it. You know, I'm going to say this happened to me last week. I got to an order and I can see this happening in my area because how many of you guys go into a restaurant and you have those drivers that just like literally shove mm. the phones in restaurant people's faces. And then all of a sudden the restaurant will put like a bag on the counter or whatever. And the driver just automatically thinks it's theirs and it might not be theirs. And they grab and they go and they don't know any better that it's not theirs. Or even the other day I went to a restaurant and I had making this up, but it's true. Mike L and there was another like Mike S and they handed my order, the wrong Mike to the yeah. wrong um, delivery driver. And then they had to remake mine all over again because they handed oh. out the wrong order. And yeah. to me, this kind of prevents it's kind of like a check and balance. So I guess in that term, it's right. But for me, um, I think it would help the drivers that um, are illegal in my area because they don't understand how to mm. say a lot of names Then they go how's, pick it up. How's this for a conspiracy theory? They know that they've got uh, people working the apps that shouldn't be who don't speak English. And they're trying to make sure that they pick up the right orders. So maybe oh, they're just I, trying I, to accommodate those people. Instead oh yeah, of, I totally agree with that. This is we're, I'm going <laughs> to now you went on your tirade, I'm going to go on a tirade. <laughs> oh, God. Like I know it's going to be a short tirade, but I know I I am a firm believer that DoorDash knows exactly how many illegal accounts there are on their platform and honestly in my opinion they just don't give a crap cuz orders are getting delivered. There you go. That's my short rant on what's going on <laughs> with DoorDash. <laughs> Tell us, I'm, I'm trying to fix my damn camera. It's pissing me off. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's like too zoomed in. <laughs> uh, but tell us how you really feel, Kim. Uh, uh, I'm I, curious to get the chats. I am input. so passionate about like stuff like that because yeah. I just think it's wrong. Cause I guess because it's happening to me personally um, and I see it every single day, it literally just drives me cr crazy. So let us know in the chat if this is a common problem in your market. People using the apps who are using fake accounts or stolen accounts or whatever. Uh, I've seen it a couple times here, Kim, but it's not a, a huge thing here, at least not yet. Yeah, you just wait. So, I, yeah, but I mean, what if though? Like, I, I just keep jumping back to that. What if they did this to accommodate people that shouldn't be on the apps to begin with? Then they're just wrong. Like, it's just so wrong. There's so many things wrong. And it's not just even DoorDash. Like, it's happening on Uber Eats. It's like, it's happening on many, oh, we all know what's happening on Walmart Spark. But yeah. it's, it's just, it's mind boggling that these companies know that it's happening. They know it's taking away from the honest drivers there are out there and they literally are doing nothing about it and they have the technology to stop it they're choosing not to stop it because they have the technology to stop it that's my problem <laughs> i love this comment i have youtube drivers <laughs> in my market wonder who that could that's be funny. i don't know i'm like i don't know <laughs> so but kim is there anything positive in your eyes about the update i'm trying um, to i'm trying to be mr sunshine over here I'm positive that it's helping, possibly helping customers get their 
correct orders to their house, possibly. Um, I think it might also help those habitual customers who complain or try to get free stuff because they claim that they didn't get the right order. Well, the we have picture <laughs> saying that, hey, by the way, this is the this is what the driver picked up. So you did get the right order. So I think it could possibly help um, with that department, possibly. Thomas says, uh, I'm positive it sucks. <laughs> I am positive it sucks too, Fair. Thomas. I am totally with Fair. you. So uh, Kim, what would be, if you could make one change about the DoorDash app, <laughs> what, what would you change personally? I, I'm curious to. Oh God, that's talk about throwing me on the spot there. Um, and let us know in the chat too. Hmm. Interesting. I just because first. of what's good. I know I will I'll say this and there's probably, I can probably list like 5,000 things. I'm trying to like narrow it down to like the one thing I would, I think I would just because of what we're talking about, I wish they did some kind of biometric scan or some kind of AI type of recognition to kick these people off the platform. That's my opinion. Like, I feel like there's too many illegal accounts and they need to do something about it. And it could be stopped just by doing a couple more biometric scans weekly, daily, whatever it is in order to make it work. Yeah. My opinion on that has kind of changed over time. I just never wanted to get slowed down before, but the more and more drivers that I hear that are dealing with this problem, the more I see it being an issue. So I, I, I think it's a small price to pay. According so, to Bud Soda, it doesn't work. So I don't know. I, I think it works. Even though Walmart Spark, they do it, at least for me, I do it once a week. And there's still major issues going on with Walmart Spark. So I don't even know whether biometric scans actually work. But they have to do something, at least in my opinion, to not allow stuff like this to happen, whatever well, not, it may be. They're not going to do anything until somebody gets like assaulted or killed, unfortunately. But that's the and way it that, works. That's the scary part. And, you know, I think more about Spark when I think about this. Um, but that's the scary part. Like, it's, you don't know who is behind these accounts. You don't know, especially as a customer. Like, how do you even know who's delivering your food? Like, I don't know. I just think it's a huge safety risk. And there is someone, unfortunately, it takes one tragedy in order for somebody to wake up. And even sometimes as a lot of these companies throw money at it and it really doesn't do much of anything because they don't want people to talk about it. I think that, you know, I, like, I'm trying to balance, like, I, I understand that people are trying to make ends meet, right? But this is something that we do where we have to pass a background check. Like how many yeah. background checks do you think you've done over, over the last like five years, Kim? Just ballpark. Um, well, Uber, we do one every year. So mm -hmm. at least on Uber, I've done one every year. Yeah. Um, roadie. I just looked at my roadie app. They said I'm under review for a background check. So I can't tell you the last <laughs> time they did one on me, but supposedly Rody's doing one on me right now. Um, but almost every one that they've done, they've done a background check, but they use a background check that's not the most accurate either. So it's not like, I think they mm. use like the cheapest background check company that there is out there and it's not very comprehensive. Yeah. So uh, 
something I kind of want to transition here, Kim, to a different topic. We're kind of late to the party on this one, but have you heard of dynamic peak pay? This was, (laughs) I've heard of it. It actually happened once in my area last weekend, and I didn't even know about it until it showed up on my payout screen. I'm like, what the heck is this? (laughs) And then I had to research what it was. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to have Kim read this slide because that's uh, going to be too small for me, unfortunately. Yeah, you ready, hold Kim? On, me, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me get into it. <laughs> so uh, basically what I want you guys to be considering okay. going into this conversation is whether this is a good thing for drivers and it's an opportunity for us to make more money or if this is just a way for them to squeeze us more. Yep. Okay. So it says, first of all, the question is, is how does dynamic peak pay pilot program work? And no, it's a pilot program. Our new dynamic peak pay pilot program does not have a set start and end time. Check the Dasher app to see if dynamic peak pay is live in your area and receive an extra dollar on each delivery you complete when the offer is live at the eligible starting point. If you start your dash when dynamic peak pay is live, but don't receive any offers before dynamic peak pay is no longer live, we'll add an extra dollar onto the next offer you receive in the same dash. Note that if you decline the next order, you may not see the extra dollar on the following order. Interesting. So does that so, confuse anybody? <laughs> <laughs> That's a little confusing. All right, Kim. So right out of the gate good for drivers or bad for drivers is this no, a squeeze it's or is- horrible okay so without actually experiencing this for myself yet i don't immediately hate this to me this is reminiscent of like uber's uh like heat map it is but you never know when you're getting the extra pay like they didn't even show in my area, they didn't even show like, you know, like Uber Eats, like they actually show like a heat map and you drive to this area because, you know, you're getting an extra dollar or two dollars, whatever it was in your area and you drove to it. And then on the bottom, it normally says you'll get an extra dollar fifty for every order. Like Uber Eats was very like in your face. This is what you're going to get. I had absolutely, this was not on a map. I had absolutely no idea literally until I closed out an order and it said I had dynamic peak pay. Interesting. So, I, okay. So here's my, here's why I don't hate this right off the bat. And, and this is, you know, full disclosure, this is subject to change. Like I know that DoorDash does not implement new changes for us. They do it for them. But in my market, uh, we rarely see peak pay anymore, but when we used to, it was almost always for no reason. It was just like random two and three dollar peak pay when there didn't need to be, which sounds great. However, it it flooded the market and it made it made customers not want to order. So it, it just like you know all of a sudden like you're getting order 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 and then it's just crickets out of nowhere. And you're like, what is going on? Like it was slammed, you know, 20 minutes ago. And then you realize, oh, well, it's five o'clock. They just started, you know, $3 peak pay for no reason. You know, the weather's fine. You know, there, there's not a shortage of drivers. Like why, why do we randomly have peak pay right now? I can understand that from that perspective. I just think they need to do a better job communicating. So, you know, 
what's going on. Like even the verbiage to me, like this is very confusing. How do you know when it starts? How do you know when it stops? There's no map. There's nothing telling you what's going on. You don't know what order it's gonna come up on. In my opinion, I think they're saving money on peak pay that they don't have to pay out every single order for a two hour, whatever block period. And I think it's DoorDash's way of squeezing the drivers yet once again for not making more money. So I'm sure it will be a squeeze, right? Because like, I get your point and you're not wrong. They're not wanting to pay out peak pay when they don't have to, but that's what they were doing all along, uh, you know, before they would say, okay, between like, you know, five to 7 PM, there's $2 peak pay. And, um, so now with like dynamic peak pay, the way I see it, it's going to do away with unnecessary peak pay if there's poor weather or or something like that that justifies it i don't know i mean guys let us know in the in the chat a good thing or bad thing yeah i just like i said i'm just not i don't maybe it's because you know um esteban said kim doesn't get it you know maybe i just don't get it because i don't understand how as a driver it helps me besides when i go to close out an order i see an extra dollar i'll i'll be honest like what is I mean, I'm grateful for an extra dollar, but what is it really going to do to if, if I get one dollar in like in an hour that I'm working because it was only on one of my orders? Ooh, big work to do. Thank you for the dollar. <laughs> All right. So I think that this is one of those things that time will tell. And I'm curious to see it roll out to more markets to, uh, you know, kind of kind of see if this is just a way to shaft drivers again or if it's going to be uh, something that's actually beneficial. I vote so, shaft drivers. <laughs> Words I never thought I would hear Kim say. My vote <laughs> is to shaft drivers. <laughs> that may have sounded like it was taken a little out of context, but I think you get my point. So I don't know, Kim. I'm I'm always the guy who's like hyper aware when anything like this changes, um, because it's, it, the changes are never good for us. No, but yeah, but at the same time, I I almost think that this would be better than just traditional peak pay in a lot of cases. Not saying it's good for us necessarily. I just think it would be better than pointless peak pay. So maybe maybe what we'll do is in like six months or so, we'll check back in and just kind of see how it played out. See what the general uh, consensus we is. Can, that was the only time I've ever seen it in my area. And it's funny because the day before this happened and for some, whatever reason, and this is so strange, but I actually put like the post New York, like Long Island and like Staten Island in my peak pays, like I'm actually going to go over the bridges to New York to go work. So I don't know why I get that. But anyway, um, but I'm like, oh, New York has dynamic peak pay. I wonder how it's working out for them. But it was actually in like the promo thing. But when I did mine and it saw that it went like I got a dollar for dynamic peak pay. It wasn't in the promotions tab. Gotcha. It was it was weird. Yeah, so it's just like there and then it's gone, right? Yeah. That is okay. Yeah, that's a little strange. So I mean, I, I guess for me, it's like whenever I would see peak pay show up, all of a sudden the market would be flooded, and I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a good thing, but I don't necessarily hate the idea either. So I think that this. Could I think be they more need like better execution thing. on it. That's my opinion. Like I just Sorry, feel like they're just. I just feel like they need better execution on this program. Like, I feel like it's just willy nilly and it's not really structured that a driver really doesn't know what's going on. Mm, that's fair. 
Okay. So there's one final topic, Kim, if we could get to tonight that I would love to uh, run past you. And there seems to be a lot of um, debate over whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. This is, uh, this is one of those things some drivers love it, some drivers hate it. Yeah. Kim, what's your uh, opinion on earn by time versus per order? I have not had much success at all on earn by time. And the thing is, is I know people love earn by time and I've tried it. It's not like I tried it once. Like I've tried it several times because people are saying like, I make so much more money on earn by time. Like I, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, wow, people are actually doing this. Let me try it out. And I've tried it several times during peak times, during non-peak times. Like I, I'll be honest, I don't get it. Like I'm making so much more money on earn per offer. I can understand slow times. Believe me, it's better to make you know, some money than no money during slow times. So the slow times I semi get it, but I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I so semi get it, but if, I don't get it. If anybody in the chat can <laughs> like explain this to me because I don't see it. That's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the thing that really is concerning to me is we see a lot of deactivations come out of earn by time that they're they're just labeling everything as fraud and um it for those of you who don't know if doordash deactivates you you will probably lose your money so if you get deactivated by doordash and you have 500 bucks in your account good luck getting your money out unless you had dasher direct so i think kim that is one of my big concerns with earn by time but I, I also have a problem with them pointing the finger at drivers saying, hey, you guys are being fraudulent. And it's like, <laughs> if they feel like you're taking too long, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to point the finger at you, say you're, you know, you're committing fraud. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, and it, we've seen it, at least I've seen it happen. Um, I, you know, I did something about this, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think it's been now, that literally DoorDash is randomly just even deactivating good drivers because they were a restaurant was delayed or whatever the case may be because they think that it's fraudulent that you're taking too long on certain orders i mean granted some people are doing it fraudulently and are not closing out orders until they get back to their zone which is why ai is generated to do some of these deactivations but it's affecting innocent drivers so if you do earn by time just be very cautious and very, um, very detailed about making sure you're doing it correctly. Um, just because I don't want to see anybody wrongfully deactivated over using earn by time. Yeah. And something else, Kim, I almost never see no tip orders in my market anymore. Since we got earned by time, all of those orders, <laughs> almost always, I think I've seen three, maybe three no tip orders on DoorDash since we got earned by time. And I used to see at least a couple a day. Oh, interesting. So I, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, they're not even bothering because they know that they don't have to, to bonus the order anymore. So they're just like, yeah, screw it. Like we'll send it to a driver who's on earn by time. But interestingly, it is really difficult to get on earn by time in my market. 
I have like clicked it just out of sheer curiosity to to see if it would let me multiple times. And I think I've only been successful uh, twice. I almost always get that message. Oh, we're, we're too saturated or whatever for earn by time right now, which translation, we don't have enough bad orders that we, you know, don't want a bonus to, you know, so no earn by time for you. Yeah, see that, I guess that's the benefit of one of the, I guess, if you call it a benefit of Top Dasher, I can do earn by time anytime that I want. So anytime I can go on, earn by time is available. Interesting. Okay, so is that a perk of like Top Dasher that you could do earn by time? I guess. Like I can literally, I guess because I can dash now whenever I want, you can toggle earn by offer, earn by time at any time. Interesting. So yeah, that's just not a thing here. It would, uh, 90% uh, 90% of the time here, it's just like, oh, no, we're, we don't need any more drivers on earn by time. Good luck to earn per order. So I like, would okay. like to know, and maybe some of you guys in the chat, if you do love earn by time, you know, do you love earn by time because it is more like an employee model? Like you're used to mm. it. Maybe you're part time doing this and you're used to like the W2 mentality and it's like almost like a continuation. You really don't have to think question, about it. And you can just work. Um, maybe that's why you like it. I mean, I'm not judging anybody whatsoever. So, you know, be honest, because I'm really trying to understand maybe because I'm full time and I've been now an independent contractor for seven or eight years, somewhere around there. Um, so I don't get it, but maybe somebody does get it and that's why they're making money off of it. I don't know. I just, I haven't seen it happen yet in my area. I guess the only time that I would encourage somebody to do it is, uh, if they're on their way back to a W two or something, and they they don't need the the income, so. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, though, almost every DoorDash driver and even Uber Eats drivers, some pertain to Uber Eats drivers, but are like I think what they said, what ninety percent of drivers work under ten hours or under. So this is like yeah. a side hustle for them. So you know, it just yeah. might be something that they just go out for a couple of hours, get some money in your pocket. And you really don't care whether it's earned by offer or earned by time. I want to be careful with those numbers specifically because the ones that you're quoting came from DoorDash and they're, uh, that's when they were trying to like fight the Seattle thing, I, I think. Uh, Probably. Uh, so, but I mean, like to your point though, <laughs> no, I, I know it's, I know it it's true that most of, drivers are. No, but it came out of Tony Shu's mouth when oh, he so did it's the be interview. True. It has to be true. It has to be true. Tony said it. <laughs> Tony that said it. That lying weasel prick. No, but did he say it when <laughs> um, Harry interviewed him? Isn't that? Didn't he say uh, it then? I probably I don't remember. It's been a while. So <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, I, and if you guys haven't checked out that interview yet, it's on the rideshare guy. You you really should. Uh, props to Harry. Uh, sometimes he he mm-hmm. catches some shit for not being um, as uh, as blunt as he could be. Sergio, but, no, Sergio's here. Yeah. Oh, is he? I don't see Sergio. Oh, there he is. What's going on, Sergio? Uh, so, yeah, but um, he didn't let Tony get away with blatant lies. He called him on it, and I thought that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, Sergio, maybe- do you know during Harry's interview whether Tony said that 10 or 90% of drivers are work under 10 hours? Didn't that happen during the interview? That I know Sergio been. would know this. It could have been. But yeah, I don't know. I Again, they're, they're Tony numbers, right? It's not. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, if you guys want real numbers, go look at Pew Research. They've, they've done extensive models on this and their uh, polls. So 
Uh, Sergio says yes. See, but, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll back off. <laughs> I'll back off. I was nicer this episode too. You were. I know. Thank I felt you. bad. I was like, I watched, I like, I was like listening while I was like editing the podcast version, by the way, uh, we also created a podcast, the how we hustle podcast available on Spotify and, uh, Apple podcasts. So, uh, go check us out there if you're on the go, but I was like editing the podcast, Kim. And I was like, man, I'm kind of being a dick to her and I'm not trying to come across like that. So no, if I was like you know, too, rah, you know, I'm sorry. No, please. I have, first of all, I have very thick skin. And back in my day when I, you know, I was a district manager and also, you know, high volume store managers, I would get executives all the time come in and I had no problem telling them professionally where to go if I did not agree with them. So it's really, I have no problem speaking my mind. <laughs> You're like, in the kindest way possible. In the kindest it. way possible. And I'll say it with a smile on my face. <laughs> shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not in here day after day like we are. So do me a favor yeah. and go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> that's Yeah. That's totally fair. So, um, uh, yeah, a couple more things here before we wrap up. So, uh, we already, uh, shamelessly plugged the podcast. Uh, you guys can email us, uh, if you run across anything super interesting that you want to send our way, be it screenshots, experiences, whatever, uh, that email address is how we hustle at gmail.com. Uh, another way to get in touch with us, which, uh, some of you have already used, which is super cool is, uh, you guys can text us. Um, this is only good for texts, not phone calls. Um, and we check it about once a week. So if you want to text us, it's uh, 678-888-3910. So save that number to your phone. If you see something when you're out on the go, send it our way. We'd love to uh, check it out. Let's see here. I think that is pretty much going to wrap it up here, Kim. Oh, there's one thing. Oh, yeah. I wanted to comment something. I had something good for this uh, about uh, your thick skin. <laughs> you're like Kimbo Slice. <laughs> Is that my See what I did there? Point? I was going to say, Kimbo is that my rap name? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Um, our next show is going to be uh, next month on the 6th. So, uh, March 6th. Two days before my birthday. Hey, well, I'll wish you a happy birthday then. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, thank you all so much for spending some time with us. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, Kim, it was awesome uh, getting to hang out with you. As and, always, uh, thank you guys uh, so much for all the engagement in the chat. It's always good to get your perspectives. So, all right. Until next time, be profitable, be safe. Have a good one. Bye, everyone.